It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction Company. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. And by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Saturday, February the 13th. And Brad, let's get right to what is an active on the weather map. Yes. Yes, Dan. We've got uh, three systems coming at us in the next seven days. And these are going to be particularly difficult to forecast because we are, are going to have sort of a borderline atmosphere. And what I mean by that is that there's plenty of Arctic cold around. There's no question about that. So we've got cold air, but in the upper levels of the atmosphere, it's going to try to warm a bit. So we could see a varying types of precipitation this week, Dan, in the form of snow, sleet, freezing rain, and even some rain could mix in right along the I-95 corridor. But we do have three different systems we're tracking this week. Uh, on the weather map right now, we're seeing weak low pressure off the coast of North Carolina. By tomorrow morning, which would be Sunday morning, Valentine's Day, don't forget to get out and buy your card today, Dan. <laughs> I don't want you to get in any kind of trouble. Uh, the storm system will be going out to sea, uh, but it will come close enough, I think, that overnight tonight, we could see a little, uh, let's call it piddly uh, precipitation in the form of, uh, you know, snizzle, which is a, a, a word we've coined for snow drizzle. Uh, a couple of ice pellets might come out of the sky. A little bit of freezing rain might come out of the sky. But all total, when you get up uh, tomorrow morning, I'm expecting just coatings around the state. Uh, coatings to no more than an inch, no more than an inch. And the uh, most likely place to get an inch of stuff would be right along the Connecticut shoreline as this system moves out to sea to our south. So that's um, system number one. We've got a little uh, waves of low pressure kind of following that first one out to sea. So it looks like it's going to stay gloomy through the day on Sunday and gloomy through the day on Monday. And there could be this little bit of precipitation every now and again, but it won't uh, amount to really much of anything. By Monday morning, though, so we're talking uh, President's Day now, Monday morning, we're going to be watching a system developing in the western Gulf of Mexico. And that's going to be system number two heading in our direction. By Tuesday morning, we'll see low pressure over Virginia and another low pressure system developing off the Delaware coast with a warm front extending along the south coast of New England, places like Rhode Island and southeastern Massachusetts. So we will see various forms of stuff again on Tuesday, snow, sleet, freezing rain, and rain. The quantity of each is going to depend on your exact location within the state of Connecticut. So as always, I, I, I ask you to go to bradfieldweather.com and we do the daily write-ups and you'll be able to see uh, each specific day uh, where I think we'll get X amount of snow, where I think we'll get X amount of rain, who will get the icing and so forth. And we will fine tune that as we get closer to the Tuesday event. Now, I'm quite confident about Wednesday. 
We'll see high pressure over Michigan. Wednesday should be a nice day here, but it's going to be cold. I don't think temperatures will get out of the 20s during the day on Wednesday. And we're watching another low-pressure system developing in the western Gulf of Mexico. Now, by Thursday morning, high pressure will be on the Vermont-Canada border, and that's the Arctic High. That's in place, and that's going to present to us problems again because we'll see that storm emerging from the Gulf of Mexico on Thursday and sort of redeveloping over Alabama and uh, up to the North Carolina coast. And by Friday morning, that low is on the eastern tip of Long Island. And with the cold high to the north, the low on the eastern tip of Long Island, that looks like winter weather event number three. So, Danny, you totally confused yet. I am very much so. But <laughs> uh, one of the questions I have for you is what's at play here from an atmospheric standpoint that's bringing about these storms and even this cross-section of not only snow but sleet and freezing rain? Yeah, good question, Dan. I, you know, I, I answer that uh, this way, that, you know, most everybody thinks in terms of north, south, east, and west. But as a meteorologist, you have to think in terms of north, south, east, west, up and down. So you use the word cross-section. That's a good word. You have to look at the vertical cross-section of the atmosphere above us. Um, and, you know, usually the cloud heights are such that, um, you know, almost always you have snow leaving the cloud. But if you get a warm layer that moves in above a cold layer. And a perfect example of this is I, I told you on Tuesday morning, we're going to look at a warm front strung out along the uh, south coast of Rhode Island and the southeast coast of Massachusetts. That's on the surface, Dan, but uh, aloft, uh, things can be different. And the warm air will initially come in aloft because the cold air is molecularly more dense and it stays in near the ground. So you've got warm air riding up and over that dome of cold air. So if the air is warm enough aloft, those snowflakes that are leaving the high clouds are melting in that warmer layer. And then as they fall into a colder layer, and by colder I mean sub 32 degrees, it depends on the thickness of that layer, just what kind of precipitation falls. So if you've got snowflakes leaving the cloud, they fall into a warmer layer and they melt into raindrops. Then if you've got a thick sub 32 degree layer near the Earth's surface, what happens is that raindrop freezes into an ice pellet. Those little tiny uh, ice cubes that bounce all over the place, uh, those are ice pellets. And if the uh, thickness of the cold layer, and again by cold I mean sub 32 degrees, is very shallow and hanging in right near the ground, the raindrop does not have time to freeze, but it has time to supercool. So you've got a supercooled raindrop, you've got a below 32 environment near the ground, so wherever these raindrops hit, they freeze into ice, tree limbs power lines, your car windshield, walkways, driveways. So that is called freezing rain. It's it, to the layperson, it just looks like liquid rain. And it is, except when it hits the ground, it freezes instantly. And uh, that causes the most hazardous travel conditions, either by foot or by car that we have. So 
Um, we're looking at these various mixes, Dan, because that vertical cross section in the atmosphere is going to be kind of messed up this week. Uh, we're going to definitely have the Arctic air in play near the ground. Uh, so any of the stuff that falls is going to be wintry, I think, but I cannot guarantee it's all going to be in the form of snow. I want to talk for just a moment about one of the underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, McAllen Construction of Prospect, a full-service construction company servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years and on call 24-7, 365 days a year. That's important because snow is in our forecast and McAllen Construction does do snow removal. And I think we're going to need some snow removal over the next few days or even longer than that. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business, state of Connecticut, licensed and insured. Licensed is a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer. Utility, carpentry, excavation, and as I said, snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. Remember, McAllen Construction is on call 24-7 year-round. Call McAllen Construction today, 203-758-3474. 203-758-3474 or go online mccallanconstructionct.com mccallanconstructionct.com mccallan construction from the first dig to the last nail now are we getting this as a result of as we put this podcast together on the 13th of february we now have One hour and 22 minutes of additional daylight. The sun angle is changing. How much of that plays into this? Well, that plays into it at the uh, Earth's surface, Dan, at the ground. And um, as we uh, progress, especially into late February, but more into the month of March, you're going to find that uh, snow accumulation is directly impacted by the time of day the storm occurs. What I mean by that is the sun's angle gets so steep, even on an overcast day, there is some solar radiation coming through the clouds that can warm the blacktop, for example. So if you're looking at a snowstorm developing in the month of March, say, uh, let's just pick a day, March 20th, and the atmosphere is cold enough for snow, so in other words, the temperature is under 32, you're going to get solar radiation coming through that the, that the blacktop is going to work as like kind of like a hot plate. And if you've got uh, snow occurring at noon, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, those snowflakes are going to have a heck of a time accumulating. On the other hand, if you get a snowstorm that comes in in the middle of the night, and I remember one because I was working at uh, WLNE Channel 6 in Providence, Rhode Island, and it was on an April night. I believe it was April 8th, 1982. It snowed like crazy, and it accumulated because it was happening at night. So I came out after the 11 o'clock news, and 
it looked like we were in the dead of winter. There was about a foot of snow on the ground and it was snowing like crazy and, and all that. So you're right about the solar angle. It really starts to play into things right now. And a lot of times, um, uh, uh, say a rookie meteorologist would look at a storm coming in and see, uh, you know, expect a 10 to one ratio and you're getting about an inch of precipitation and they might go for 10 inches of snow. If it's March, that is not going to happen if it's happening in the middle of the day. And that's because of that solar angle. So it could snow like crazy and you might only get two or three inches of snow adding up on uh, grassy surfaces or other areas of snow, but it wouldn't add up on the blacktop, for example. But if it happened at night, it could be 10 inches of snow. You know, you, you mentioned so it, it gets really, gets really tricky. You, you mentioned that kind of a storm and you allude to the storm in April of 1982. The good thing about those April storms is the snow melts in a couple of days. Yes, yes. Melt my heart like April snow. That was in some song. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that the, 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 it does. It, it rapidly melts, and that's all due to the solar angle. Now, as far as this active weather week is concerned, and this will be the week of February 14th, I know you focused in on one particular weather model. What can you tell us about that model? Yeah, Dan, uh, you know, we look at the, the NAM, uh, the North American model, and, and that helped me out tonight, uh, Saturday night into Sunday morning, just showing how mixed up the atmosphere is and uh, quantities of precipitation and the fact that uh, a lot of ice pellets and uh, freezing drizzle is going to form because of that vertical cross-section of the atmosphere. But I focused on the European model uh, this morning as we look out to storm number two and to storm number three. Uh, right now, the uh, European model shows low pressure off the North Carolina coast, but it is likely to go out to sea to the south and east of the benchmark 4070. So it's going to have a heck of a time getting its precipitation shield up into Connecticut. So if if anybody gets any precipitation tonight, it's more likely to be along the south coast in the I-95 corridor. I'm predicting officially a coating to an inch of stuff overnight tonight, uh, some snow, some ice pellets, some ice accretion. Now, uh, that low is going out to sea Monday evening. The European model has a low pressure system over Alabama, and it looks fairly robust. This is the one coming out of the Gulf of Mexico. By Tuesday morning, that low has tracked up into West Virginia, and by then, we will see snow breaking out across Connecticut, probably turning to sleet, probably turning to freezing rain. By Tuesday, 1 p.m., that low pressure area uh, as depicted by the uh, European model, is off the New Jersey coast south of Long Island. So that is storm number two coming this week. Storm number three, again, emerges from the Gulf of Mexico by seven in the morning on Thursday. That low pressure system is over western Georgia. By Thursday evening, that low has uh, shot up the coast and is off Atlantic City. So again, snow will be overspreading uh, Connecticut during the day on Thursday. 
uh, by one in the morning on Thursday night going into Friday morning, that low pressure area is near Nantucket. And by daybreak on Friday, that low pressure system is off the coast of uh, uh, Cape Ann, Massachusetts or uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So it has effectively gone by. So um, I, I think a lot of schools are on break uh, this week, Dan. Um, I know the Granby school system has Monday and Tuesday off, uh, and a lot of schools uh, ha have a break this week. But if school is in session, I would tell the kids and the teachers the most likely uh, scenario this week would be to get out of school early on Thursday with that storm coming up the coast and maybe a delay on Friday morning or maybe no school on Friday morning, depending on just how much snow and ice we get on Thursday night. But uh, one final discussion with the European model, we like to uh, look at what the high temperature profiles are. Uh, this is what uh, the predictions are uh, for Hartford from the European computer model. 25 today, 32 for Sunday, 30 for Monday, 34 for Tuesday, but then we get a little cold shot, 25 for Wednesday, and 23 for next Thursday. Uh, the really long range uh, next Friday through next weekend looks like, like 30s for the, uh, the high temperature readings. So uh, if you're looking for any uh, warm up and rapid snow melt, you're not going to find it. Um, in terms of snow, we will be adding to our snow totals this week. Uh, month to date, we've had 17.2 inches of snow officially at Bradley. And season to date, we've had 37.5 inches of snow officially at Bradley. And if you think uh, February has been cold the first half of this month, it has been, Dan. We're averaging about two and a half degrees below normal per day. Well, you know, it's interesting. I think you have to go back some to find when we had back-to-back -back days of plus 40-degree temperatures. That's been a while, Brad. Yeah, it's been a while, and yet you have to go back uh, seven days to see a day that we had uh, the temperature of 32. So officially at Bradley, um, we're definitely going to stay under freezing today because I'm only projecting the high to be between 25 and 30 at the most. So uh, Bradley staying below freezing today, that will make it a, a solid week that the temperature has failed to move up above the freezing point. You like to say how everything remains in balance as far as our weather is concerned, the weather map, etc. I've been looking at temperatures in Alaska, and the temperatures in Alaska have been comparable to ours. They've had days on a regular basis in the 20s. In some cases, they're even a couple of degrees warmer than us on a daily basis. So how much does Alaska's weather play on our weather and our temperatures here in Connecticut? It's the wavelength, Dan. Um, there's uh, the, the, the global pattern of ridges and troughs around the globe. And uh, I've noticed empirically that when it's warm uh, through the West Coast, there's big ridging going on. So in other words, you know, 20s, you, 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 most people would say that that's pretty chilly, but not for Alaska. So you're definitely right, Dan. Everything is relative with regard to what's, what's average and normal. But when there's big ridging going on um, through Alaska and through the western Rockies of Canada, 
that sends a trajectory of cold air straight from the North Pole uh, down through central Canada and right into the lower 48 of the United States. And uh, I just gave you the, the readout on the European temperatures, and they have a uh, high of 25 on Wednesday, a high of 23 on Thursday. That's nothing. The, the European model has the polar vortex sitting like right over Nebraska and Iowa. So, um, you know, weeks back, we projected this would happen to be able to say, well, it's going to happen over Connecticut. You can't do that. But, you know, we had the general idea, right? Nebraska, mid-afternoon temperatures on Wednesday are projected to be zero to 10 below zero. And that is not windshield, Dan. That's on the thermometer. So, I mean, we can thank our lucky stars that we are not getting the, the direct impact of this polar vortex. I mean, it's going to be cold on Wednesday and Thursday with highs only in the 20s, but nothing compared to what will be happening about a thousand miles off to our west. We're pretty lucky. There's no doubt about that. I want to talk a bit about action carpet and floor covering, one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. It's that time of year when perhaps you're looking at remodeling your home and you want new floors or maybe new tile in the bathroom. The place to go is Action Carpet and Floor Covering in Simsbury, founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers. They offer brand name floor covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash. Yes, it is time to think about remodeling the home for spring. And that's where Action Carpet and Floor Covering comes in. By the way, free estimates on all installations from Action Carpet and Floor Covering. Free quotes are offered for insurance estimates, high pressure or hot water extraction, stripping and waxing of floors, upholstery cleaning, restoration, area rug cleaning, and much, much more. Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers' one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406, 860-651-8406, or go online at action-carpet.com, action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. Before we put a wrap on the podcast with the forecast, anything else you'd like to add? No, I uh, I took a, a quick glimpse at the long-range, Dan, and it does look like we're going to stay cold. And again, whenever I say cold, it's with respect to what's average. Through mid-March, and, and, and here's the uh, caveat there. You know, once you get into mid-March, the daily high temperature should be maybe 45, 46, something like that. And if it's 38 or 39, that's cold with respect to what's average. Um, So, you know, average being 46 or 47 and you get a high of 39, we're eight degrees colder than what's average. So it will be cold 
but it's not going to be as cold as it is right now here in February. And Dan, that's all because of the solar angle. And as you say, the sun's ability to warm the ground with more direct sun rays. So I do see it being cold, but I hate to not explain it because people will think, well, Brad Field said it's going to be cold here in March and it's March 15th and it's 38. That's not cold. You're right. It's not cold. And you're right, New Englanders might go outside just wearing a shirt when it's 38 degrees and the sun is shining, but it's cold for the time of year. So those are the points I'm trying to make. Okay, everything is relative is what you're stating then. Boy, you said it in 15 (laughs) seconds what I took 15 minutes. (laughs) Not that I'm picking up. I have to learn how to be succinct. When When I was on TV, I knew because I only had two minutes and 30 seconds. So I knew I had to be succinct on the podcast. I can just blab with you for hours. (laughs) That's the beauty of the podcast. Not that I'm picking on my relatives, by the way, but everything is, is relative. Uh, (laughs) That, that said, as we put a wrap on things, what does our forecast look like? And again, this is on February 13th when we put this podcast together. Okay, Dan, for Saturday afternoon, increasing and thickening clouds, it's going to look threatening, but I don't think it's going to do anything. Uh, Temperatures between 28 inland and 34 at the coast. Overnight tonight, patchy, very light snow, a few ice pellets, some freezing drizzle, coatings of stuff possible, slight ice accretions possible, which could make travel hazardous first thing Sunday, temperatures between 18 and 24. For Sunday, patchy, very light snow, very light drizzle, especially in the Northwest Hills. Uh, If you see some very fine snow grains coming down, Dan, remember, we coined the phrase snizzle. So that's possible tomorrow, temperature 28 to 34. Monday, there can be some patchy areas of light wintry mix, but I don't think it's going to amount to anything. Temperature 28 to 34. Monday night and Tuesday, it will amount to something. Storm number two coming. Snow, sleet, freezing rain, and rain. It could be quick hitting, but it could be potent. So go to bradfieldweather.com for your daily updates. Uh, If uh, we determine that this uh, system Tuesday is going to be significant. Dan and I will probably put a quick podcast together for you. Uh, Temperatures Tuesday, 28 to 34. No problems Wednesday, uh, sunny, 26 to 32. Thursday, snow developing, uh, temperature 26 to 32. And then Thursday night and early Friday, we can run the gamut again. Snow, sleet, freezing rain and rain, depending on where you live. And temperatures Friday in the 30s. 20s on Thursday, 30s on Friday. Okay, an active week during what has become an active winter. Brad, we always like to thank our first responders when we wrap up the podcast. A big thank you to our first responders for all that they do on the front lines every day during the pandemic and beyond. And, of course, they've got to contend with the weather, too. Many of them work the overnight shift, dealing with uh, terrible road conditions. And so we always thank our first responders. And to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, have a great weekend. 
All right, to you and Susan and our podcast audience, happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy uh, the day off on President's Day if you have it off. And thank you to the first responders. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. And as you said, don't forget those cards. <laughs> the Bradfield Maybe a little chocolate, too. A little chocolate, too. Even a bottle of wine. Uh, the Bradfield, yeah, the Bradfield Weather Podcast <laughs> has been underwritten by McAllen Construction Company from the first dig to the last nail, and by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company.